0: The Bhagavad Gita. Chapter 1. Dhritarashtra. Ranged thus for battle on the sacred plain. On Kurukshatra, say, Sanjaya. Say. What wrought my people, and the Pandavas? Sanjaya. When he beheld the host of Pandavas. Raja, Duryodhana, to Drona drew. And spake these words. Ah, Guru! See this line! How vast it is of panda-fighting men! Embattled by the son of Drupada! Thy scholar in the war! Therein stand ranked! Chiefs like Arjuna, like Tabima chiefs! Benders of bows, Virata, Uyuddin. Drupada, eminent upon his car! Drishtakit, Chekithan, Kasi's stout lord! Purujit, Kuntibhoj, and Savya, With Yudamenyu, and Atamaj. Subhadra's child, and Drapati's, all famed. All mounted on their shining chariots. On our side, too, thou best of Brahmins. See. Excellent chiefs, commanders of my line. Whose names I joy to count, thyself the first. Then Bhishma, Karna. Kripa fierce in fight. Vikarna, a swathaman, next to these. Strong Samadati, with full many more. Valiant and tried, ready this day to die. For me their king, each with his weapon grasped. Each skillful in the field. Weakest, me seems. Our battle shows where Bhishma holds command. And Bhima, fronting him, something too strong. Have care our captains, nigh to Bishma's ranks. Prepare what help they may. Now, blow my shell. Then, at the signal of the aged king. With Blair, to wake the blood, rolling around. Like to a lion's roar, the trumpeter. Blew the great conch, and, at the noise of it. Trumpets and drums, cymbals and gongs and horns. Burst into sudden clamor, as the blasts. Of loosened tempest, such the tumult seemed. Then might be seen, upon their car of gold. Yoked with white steeds, blowing their battle shells. Krishna the god, Arjuna at his side. Krishna, with knotted locks, blew his great conch. Carved of the, Gant's bone, Arjuna blew. Indra's loud gift, Bhima the terrible. Wolf-bellied Bhima, blew a long reed conch. And Yudhishthir, Kunthi's blameless son. Winded a mighty shell, victory's voice. And Nakula blew shrill upon his conch. Named the, sweet-sounding, Sahdev on his. Called, Jembedekt, and Kasi's, prince on his. See candy on his car, Drishtatiam. Virata, Satyaki the unsubdued. Drapada. With his sons, O Lord of Earth. Long-armed Subhadra's children, all blew loud. So that the clangor shook their foemen's hearts. With quaking earth and thundering heaven. then. twas. Beholding, Dhritarashtra's battle set. Weapons unsheathing, bows drawn forth, the war. Instant to break, Arjun, whose ensign badge. Was Hanuman the monkey? Spake this thing. To Krishna, the Divine, his charioteer. Drive, dauntless one! To yonder open ground. Betwixt the armies, I would see more nigh. These who will fight with us, those we must slay. Today, in war's arbitrament, for, sure, on bloodshed all are bent who throng this plain. Obeying Dhritarashtra's sinful son. Thus, by Arjuna prayed, O Bharata, between the hosts that heavenly charioteer, drove the bright car, reining its milk-white steeds, where Bhishma led, and Drona, and their lords. See, spake he to Arjuna, where they stand, thy kindred of the Kurus and the prince, marked on each hand the kinsmen of his house, grandsires and sires, Uncles and brothers and sons, cousins and sons in law and nephews, mixed with friends and honoured elders, some this side, some that side ranged, and, seeing those opposed, such kith grown enemies, Arjuna's heart melted with pity while he uttered this. Arjuna! Krishna! As I behold, come here to shed. Their common blood, yon concourse of our kin. My members fail, my tongue dries in my mouth. A shudder thrills, my body, and my hair. Bristles with horror, from my weak hand slips. Gandiv, the goodly bough, a fever burns. My skin to parchang, hardly may I stand. The life within me seems to swim and faint. Nothing do I foresee save woe and wail. It is not good, O Keshav! Not of good! Can spring from mutual slaughter. Lo, I hate! Triumph and domination, wealth and ease! Thus sadly won. Aho! What victory! Can bring delight, Govinda! What rich spoils! Could profit, what rule recompense, what span! Of life itself seems sweet. Bought with such blood. Seeing that these stand here, ready to die. For whose sake life was fair, and pleasure pleased. And power grew precious, grandsires, sires, and sons. Brothers, and fathers in law, and sons in law. Elders and friends. Shall I deal death on these? Even though they seek to slay us. Not one blow. O Madhusudan! Will I strike to gain the rule of all three worlds, then, how much less to seize an earthly kingdom? Killing these must breed but anguish, Krishna. If they be guilty, we shall grow guilty by their deaths. Their sins will light on us, if we shall slay those sons of Dhritarashtra and our kin. What peace could come of that, O Madhava? For if indeed, blinded by lust and wrath, These cannot see, or will not see, the sin Of kingly lines o'erthrown and kinsmen slain. How should not we, who see, shun such a crime? We who perceive the guilt and feel the shame. O, thou delight of men, Janardana! By overthrow of houses perisheth. Their sweet, continuous household piety. And, writes, neglected, piety extinct. Enters impiety upon that home. Its women grow unwomened, whence their spring. Mad passions, and the mingling up of castes. Sending a hellward road that family. And whoso wrought its doom by wicked wrath. Nay, and the souls of honored ancestors. Fall from their place of peace, being bereft. Of funeral cakes and the wan death water. So teach our holy hymns. Thus, if we slay. Kinsfolk and friends, for love of earthly power. A What an evil fault it were. Better I deem it, if my kinsmen strike. To face them weaponless, and bare my breast. To shaft and spear. Then answer blow with blow. So speaking, in the face of those two hosts, Arjuna sank upon his chariot seat and let fall bow and arrows, sick at heart. Here in Death, Chapter 1 of the Bhagavad Gita, entitled Arjun Vashad, or The Book of the Distress of Arjuna. Chapter 2 Sanjaya Him, filled with such compassion and such grief. With eyes tear-dimmed, despondent, in stern words. The driver, Madhusudan, thus addressed. Krishna. How hath this weakness taken thee? Whence springs. The inglorious trouble, shameful to the brave. Barring the path of virtue. Nay, Arjun. Forbid thyself to feebleness. It mars. Thy warrior name. Cast off, the coward fit. Wake. Be thyself. Arise, scourge of thy foes. Arjuna. How can I, in the battle, shoot with shafts? On Bishma or on Drona, O, thou chief. Both worshipful, both honorable men. Better to live on beggar's bread with those we love alive, then taste their blood in rich feasts spread, and guiltily survive. Ah! were it worse, who knows, to be, victor or vanquished here, when those confront us angrily, whose death leaves living drear, in pity lost, by doubtings tossed, my thoughts, distracted, turn. To thee, the guide, I reverence most. That I may counsel learn. I know not what would heal the grief. Burned into soul and sense. If I were earth's unchallenged chief. A god, and these gone thence. Sanjaya. So spake Arjuna to the Lord of Hearts. And sighing, I will not fight, held silence then. To whom, with tender smile, O Bharata! While the prince wept despairing, Twixt those hosts, Krishna made answer in divinest verse. Krishna! Thou grievest where no grief should be. Thou speakest he. Words lacking wisdom. For the wise in heart. Mourn not for those that live, Nor those that die. Nor I, nor thou, nor any one of these. Ever was not, nor ever will not be. for ever and forever afterwards. All, that doth live, lives always. To man's frame. As there come infancy, and youth and age. So come their raisings up and layings down. Of other and of other life abodes. Which the wise know, and fear not. This that irks. Thy sense-life, thrilling to the elements. Bringing thee heat and cold, sorrows and joys. Tis brief and mutable. Bear with it, prince. As the wise bear. The soul which is not moved. The soul that with a strong and constant calm. Takes sorrow and takes joy indifferently. Lives in the life undying. That which is can never cease to be, that which is not will not exist. To see this truth of both is theirs who part essence from accident, substance from shadow, indestructible. Learn thou. The life is, spreading life through all. It cannot anywhere, by any means, be anywise diminished, stayed, or changed but for these fleeting frames, which it informs. With spirit, deathless, endless, infinite. They perish. Let them perish, prince. And fight. He who shall say, lo. I have slain a man. He who shall think, lo. I am slain, those both. know not. Life cannot slay. Life is not slain. Never the spirit was born, the spirit shall cease to be never. Never was time, it was not, end and beginning are dreams. Birthless and deathless and changeless remaineth the spirit for ever. Death hath not touched it at all, dead though the house of it seems. Who knoweth it exhaustless, self-sustained? Immortal, indestructible, shall such. Say, I have killed a man or cause to kill. Nay, but as, when one layeth, his worn-out robes away, and, taking new ones, saith, these will I wear today, so putteth by the spirit, lightly its garb of flesh, and passeth to inherit, a residence afresh. I say to thee weapons, reach not the life. Flame burns it not, waters cannot o'erwhelm. Nor dry winds wither it. Impenetrable. Unentered, unassailed, unharmed, untouched. Immortal, all-arriving, stable, sure. Invisible, ineffable, by word. And thought uncompassed, ever all itself. Thus is the soul declared. How wilt thou, then? Knowing it so, grieve when thou shouldst not grieve. How, if thou hearest that the man new dead. Is, like the man newborn, still living man. One same, existent spirit, wilt thou weep. The end of birth is death, the end of death. Is birth, this is ordained. And mournest thou. Chief of the stalwart arm. For what befalls which could not otherwise befall. The birth. Of living things comes unperceived, the death. Comes unperceived, between them, beings perceive. What is their sorrowful herein dear prince? Wonderful, wistful, to contemplate. Difficult, doubtful, to speak upon. Strange and great for tongue to relate. Mystical hearing for every one. Nor wotteth man this, what a marvel it is, When seeing, and saying, and hearing are done. This life within all living things, my prince, Hides beyond harm, scorn thou to suffer, then. For that which cannot suffer, Do thy part. Be mindful of thy name, and tremble not. Not better can betide a martial soul Than lawful war. Happy the warrior. To whom comes joy of battle, comes, as now. Glorious and fair, unsought, opening for him. A gateway unto heaven. But, if thou shunnest thee this honourable field, Akshatriya. If, knowing thy duty and thy task, thou biddest thee duty and task go by, that shall be sin. And those to come shall speak the infamy. From age to age, but infamy is worse. For men of noble blood to bear than death. The chiefs upon their battle chariots. Will deem, t'was fear that drove thee from the fray. Of those who held thee mighty sold the scorn. Thou must abide, while all thine enemies. Will scatter bitter speech of thee, to mock. The valor which thou hadst, what fate could fall more grievously than this. Either, being killed. Thou wilt win Swarga's safety, or, alive. And victor, thou wilt reign an earthly king. Therefore, arise, thou son of Kanthi. Brace. Thine arm for conflict, nerve thy heart to meet. As things alike to thee, pleasure or pain. Profit or ruin, victory or defeat. So minded, gird thee to the fight, for so. Thou shalt not sin. Thus far I speak to thee. As from the Sankhya, unspiritually. Hear now the deeper teaching of the Yog. Which holding, understanding, thou shalt burst. Thy karma band, the bondage of wrought deeds. Here shall no end be hindered, no hope marred. No loss be feared. Faith, yeah, a little faith, shall save thee from the anguish of thy dread. Here, glory of the Kurus, shines one rule, one steadfast rule, while shifting souls have laws, many and hard, specious but wrongful deem, the speech of those ill-taught ones who extol, the letter of their Vedas saying this, is all we have or need. Being weak at heart. With wants, seekers of heaven, which comes, they say, as fruit of good deeds done, promising men. Much profit in new births for works of faith. In various rites abounding, following whereon. Large merit shall accrue towards wealth and power. Albeit, who wealth and power do most desire. Least fixity of soul have such, least hold. On heavenly meditation. Much these teach. From veds, concerning the, three qualities. But thou, be free of the, three qualities. Free of the, pairs of opposites, and free. From that sad righteousness, which calculates. Self-ruled, Arjuna. Simple, satisfied. Look. Like as when a tank pours water forth. To suit all needs, so do these Brahmins draw. Texts for all wants from tank of holy writ. But thou, want not. Ask not. Find full reward. Of doing right in right. Let right deeds be. Thy motive, not the fruit which comes from them. And live in action. Labor. Make thine acts. Thy piety. Casting all self aside. Contemning gain and merit, equable. In good or evil, equability. Is yog, is piety. Yet, the right act. Is less, far less, than the right thinking mind. Seek refuge in thy soul, have there thy heaven. Scorn them that follow virtue for her gifts. The mind of pure devotion, even here. Casts equally aside good deeds and bad. Passing above them. Unto pure devotion. Devote thyself, with perfect meditation. Comes perfect act, and the right-hearted rise. More certainly, because they seek no gain. Forth from the bands of body, step by step. To highest seats of bliss. When thy firm soul. Hath shaken off those tangled oracles. Which ignorantly guide, then shall it soar. To high neglect of what's denied or said. This way, or that way, in doctrinal writ. Troubled no longer by the priestly lore. Safe shall it live, and sure, steadfastly bent. On meditation. This is yog, and peace. Arjuna. What is his mark who hath that steadfast heart? Confirmed in a holy meditation. How? Know we his speech, Kesva. Sits he, moves he. Like other men. Krishna. When one, O Pritha's son. Abandoning desires, which shake the mind. Finds in his soul, full comfort for his soul. He hath attained the yog that man is such. In sorrows, not rejected, and in joys. Not overjoyed, dwelling outside the stress. Of passion, fear, and anger, fixed in calms. Of lofty contemplation, such an one. Is muni, is the sage, the true recluse. He, who to none and nowhere overbound. By ties of flesh, takes evil things and good. Neither desponding nor exulting, such. Bears wisdom's plainest mark. He who shall draw. As the wise tortoise draws its four feet safe. Under its shield, his five frail senses back. Under the spirit's buckler from the world. Which else assails them, such an one, my prince. Hath wisdom's mark. Things that solicit sense. Hold off from the self-governed, nay, it comes. The appetites of him who lives beyond. Depart, aroused no more. Yet may it chance. O, son of Kunthi. That a governed mind. Shall sometime feel the scent storm sweep and rest. Strong self-control by the roots. Let him regain. His kingdom. Let him conquer this and sit on me intent that man alone is wise who keeps the mastery of himself if one ponders on objects of the sense their springs attraction from attraction grows desire desire flames to fierce passion passion breeds recklessness then the memory all betrayed lets noble purpose go and saps the mind Till purpose, mind, and man are all undone. But, if one deals with objects of the sense. Not loving and not hating, making them. Serve his free soul, which rests serenely Lord. Lo, such a man comes to tranquility. And out of that, tranquility shall rise. The end and healing of his earthly pains. Since the will governed sets the soul at peace. The soul of the ungoverned is not his. Nor hath he knowledge of himself, which lacked. How grows serenity. And, wanting that. Whence shall he hope for happiness. The mind. That gives itself to follow shows of sense. Seeth its helm of wisdom rent away. And, like a ship in waves of whirlwind, drives. To wreck and death. Only with him, great prince. Whose sense are not swayed by things of sense. Only with him who holds his mastery. Shows wisdom, perfect. What is midnight gloom? To unenlightened souls shines wakeful day. Is known for night, thick night of ignorance. To his true seeing eyes. Such is the saint. And like the ocean, day by day receiving. Floods from all lands, which never overflows. Its boundary line not leaping, and not leaving. Fed by the rivers, but unswelled by those. So is the perfect one. To his soul's ocean. The world of sense pours streams of witchery. They leave him as they find, without commotion. Taking their tribute but remaining sea. Yeah. Whoso, shaking off the yoke of flesh. Lives lord, not servant, of his lusts, set free. From pride, from passion, from the sin of self. Toucheth tranquility. O Pritha's son. That is the state of Brahm. There rests no dread. When that last step is reached. Live where he will. Die, when he may, such passeth from all, planing. To bless nirvana, with the gods, attaining. Here in Death, Chapter 2. Of the Bhagavad Gita. Entitled, Sankhya Yag, or, The Book of. Doctrines.